Warning, this podcast may contain strong explicit language as this is my personal opinions on football. Listener discretion advised. You are now listening to The Stumpy Show. What's up everybody? What's up? And welcome to another episode of The Stumpy Show. As always, I am your host, Kyle Stump, a.k.a. Stumpy. And boy, did we have a crazy game on Thursday night. And then, now let's get right to it. And on Thursday night, we got a game between the Los Angeles Rams versus the Seattle Seahawks. And boy, was this mostly ugly for the Seahawks. As Matthew Stafford torched most of the Seattle Seahawks defense, as he completed 25 passes on 37 attempts for 365 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. And on the ground game, Daryl Henderson had 17 carries for 82 yards and one touchdown. And former New England Patriots, Sony Michelle, had 11 carries for 37 yards and a touchdown. And in the receiving game, Robert Woods had himself a game, having 12 receptions for 150 yards. And Cooper Cup having 7 receptions for 92 yards. And as for the Seahawks, Russell Wilson had completed 11 passes on 16 attempts for 152 yards, 1 touchdown, and 1 interception. But he left the game due to a finger injury. And in came Geno Smith as he had 10 completions on 17 attempts for 131 yards, 1 touchdown, and 1 interception. And in the receiving game, DK Metcalf did all that he could as he had five receptions for 98 yards and both touchdowns. But it was not enough as the Rams would go on to win 26-17. to And speaking of that finger injury by Russell Wilson, that injury will require surgery and will have Russell Wilson benched for the next six to eight weeks. And in my opinion, this is going to hurt the Seattle Seahawks. And honestly, not much faith in Geno Smith. Although, he could be decent, but they're in a tough division, and I won't be surprised if the Seahawks don't make the playoffs this year because of that tough division. And now we go on to the predictions for the rest of the week. And the first game that we got is the New York Jets versus the Atlanta Falcon. And normally this would be a 1 o'clock game, but they... They're playing in London, England, so they will be playing at 9.30. And that's pretty much what the NFL does every now and then, once a year. They have one game internationally. And this game is going to be hard to predict, as the Jets have certain players out with injury, including tight end Tyler Croft out with a back injury. But I feel like Atlanta is the most in trouble in this game. I mean, Cordero Patterson put on a show in the last game against the Washington football team. But now Atlanta is going to be without both their top wide receivers as Russell Gage is out with an ankle injury and Calvin Ridley will be out and not traveling to London with the rest of the team due to a personal matter, not an injury-related situation. And the Jets last week, they knew that the Titans had injuries, and that was the reason why they won that game and caught the Titans' defense off guard. And I have a strange feeling, and I can't believe I'm saying this as a Pats fan, I feel like they're going to do it again. But the score won't be as pretty. So my prediction for this game would be Jets 16, Atlanta Falcons 13. And now we go on to the rest of the games till 1 o'clock. 
And the gate next game we got is the New England Patriots versus the Houston Texans. And I feel like this game is pretty much a gimme win for the New England Patriots. Which it kind of is, but at the same time, not really. Because the Patriots are going to be without most of their offensive line. Yep, Trent Brown is still out with a calf injury. Shaq Mason was ruled out after an abdomen injury. And earlier this week, Isaiah Wynn and Michael Owenu are on the COVID list. In this game, the Pats will be reunited with three former Patriots, but they are somewhat injured too. Rex Burkhead out with a hip injury, who he was a former Pats running back. Former Pats wide receiver Danny Amendola is listed as questionable due to a thigh injury. And former Patriots offensive tackle Marcus Cannon is out, is questionable with a back injury. And breaking news from the Pats front office, they have brought back Jamie Collins for a third time. I swear, whenever Jamie Collins plays for the Patriots, he's not that bad. Sure, he's not a star, but he shows up in big-time situations for the Patriots. I don't know why Bill Belichick doesn't keep him. I'm still hoping that this pretty much new offensive line of the Patriots can hold the Texans' front seven. Otherwise, it's going to be a long day like for Mac Jones. But then again, Houston's front seven is not like Tampa Bay's. But I still think the Pats will pull through in this game, but it won't be pretty for the most part. I feel like for this game, I feel like the Pats would probably win this game in 28-7. And the next game we got is a rivalry game between the Detroit Lions versus the Minnesota Vikings. And as for the Vikings, they have the upper advantage despite top running back Dalvin Cook being listed as questionable due to an ankle injury. He did not practice on Wednesday or Thursday, but he was limited on Friday. And as for the Lions, they are still looking for their first win. And a good amount of the time, they've come close in certain games. Probably not last week against the Bears and not a couple weeks ago to the Packers. But I feel like the Lions could hang at times. And a lot of players are listed as questionable. Last year's Pro Bowl tight end TJ Hawkinson is listed as questionable due to a knee injury. First round pick in this year's draft, Panay Sewell. He is questionable due to an ankle injury. Linebacker and former New England Patriot, Trey Flowers, is listed as questionable due to a knee injury. And both DeAndre running backs, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, are listed as questionable as well. As Swift was recovering from a groin injury and Jamal Williams recovering from a hip injury. And this game is no different. This game could go either way if the Vikings allow that to happen. Will it happen? Maybe, but I have no idea. Like I've said in the past, the Lions aren't ready to win now. They are still rebuilding, but I mean, they're gonna have to win sooner or later. But this week will probably be no different as for the last couple weeks, as I still feel like the Vikings will still pull through and win this game, as I feel like the Vikings will win this game 21-17. to and the next game we got is the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Carolina Panthers. As for the Eagles, the last game, they almost put the Kansas City Chiefs. And I feel like the Panthers will be no different. And as for the Eagles, the only person that is out for them is former Pro Bowl tackle Lane Johnson. 
because of a personal matter. And as for the Panthers, we're still waiting on the return of Christian McCaffrey, but this game will not be the day that he will return as he is listed as doubtful. And the Panthers are going to go in this game without starting left tackle Cameron Irving and starting linebacker Shaq Thompson as Irving was suffering a neck injury and Thompson suffering a foot injury. And Sam Darnold for the Carolina Panthers is still proving that the Jets did not ruin him completely. And he's going to show that today. I feel like this is going to be a good quarterback battle between him and Jalen Hurts. And this game is mostly going to come down to the offense and how much the defense wants it too. But I feel like at the end, Carolina will still come through with the win. As I feel like Carolina will win this game 35-27. to And the next game we got is the New Orleans Saints versus the Washington football team. Two teams that are haven't been finding their own way and has pretty much stayed inconsistent for the most part. For the Saints, they are going into this game without two of their offensive linemen as Eric center Eric McCoy is out due to a calf injury and tackle Teron Armstead is out with an elbow injury. And the football team will be out with a key offensive lineman, former All-Pro tackle Brandon Scherf. And under questionable is defensive tackle Deron Payne, running back Antonio Gibson, and linebacker Cole Holcomb. And for me, thinking about this game, this game will not be pretty, as it'll probably be like a low-scoring game. But I feel like at the end, the football team will still come away with a victory, as they, I feel like the football team will win this game 18-15. to And the next game we got is the Tennessee Titans versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And in the last game, the Jaguars showed a little bit of potential against the Cincinnati Bengals. And as for the Titans, they were pretty much a laughingstock the, their last game, losing to the New York Jets. And for the Titans, Julio Jones is still out with a hamstring injury, but they will have A.J. Brown back. As other players on the Titans are listed as questionable, former All-Pro tackle Taylor Lewan, and free agent pickup linebacker Bud Dupree is listed as questionable as well. And as for the Jaguars, they don't have many key injuries right now. And for me, thinking about this game, this is a game where Derrick Henry normally goes off. Like, Henry normally goes off against the Jacksonville Jaguars and rushes for more than 200 yards. But at the same time, they're in Jacksonville, not in Tennessee. But I still feel like King Henry is still going to run over the Jacksonville Jaguars defense, and that'll pr probably be key to the Jag Titans' victory. As I feel like the Titans will probably still win this game despite the injuries. As I feel like my prediction in this game, Titans 28, J Jaguars 14. And the next game we got is the Miami Dolphins versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And as for both teams, Miami has missed Tua Tungavaloa deeply. And in the last game, Tampa Bay just narrowly beat the New England Patriots. Like I've said in the last episode, if Bill Belichick had pushed down the field and went for it on fourth down, they could have had Nick Folk kick an easier field goal 
and the game would have been over in three seconds. The Buccaneers are still gonna go into this game without Gronk due to a rib injury. And now the Buccaneers are gonna go in without safety Antone Whitfield the Jr. as he is recovering from a concussion. And the only person I feel like is still injured for Miami is cornerback Byron Jones recovering from an ankle injury. And still for the Dolphins, still no Tua. And I feel like in this game, the Buccaneers are going to shake off that near loss to New England. Well, nearly losing to New England as they still won that game. And Tom Brady will have a field day with Miami if he proved that his kryptonite against Miami in Miami wasn't just against with the New England Patriots. As I feel like the Buccaneers will probably win this game 35-17. And the next game we got is the Green Bay Packers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. As for Green Bay, they will be without cornerback Jair Alexander as he's recovering from a shoulder injury. And as for Cincinnati, they will have T. Higgins back on the roster. But they will possibly be without running back Joe Mixon. As Mixon is recovering from an ankle injury. And both these teams are 3-1. and one, But I feel like in this situation, the Packers are probably the most experienced going in. And as for Cincy, they're still young. So there are is a lot of upside to Cincinnati. I still feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to mop the floor with Cincinnati. As in this game, I feel like like Green Bay will win this game 28-21. Close, but at the same time, Cincy will still make a statement that they will not be pushed around for the next few years. And they are built for the future. And the next game we got is the Denver Broncos versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Steelers have been on a slow start lately, and it's still debatable whether or not they will bounce back, as Broncos quarterback Teddy Bridgewater is listed as questionable after suffering a concussion last game against the Baltimore Ravens. But head coach Vic Vangio is saying that he's good to go. And as for Pittsburgh, they will be without defensive tackle Carlos Davis as he's out with a knee injury. Cornerback Cam Sutton out with a groin injury. Offensive lineman Rashad Coward out with an ankle injury. And the Steelers will be out another wide receiver as wide receiver James Washington is out with a groin injury. And this game could still go either way. I still feel like the Steelers defense is still tough enough to get to the line and destroy Bridgewater. But... At the same time, it's not hard to underestimate Denver's offense. They can be explosive when they want to be. And I feel like in this game, it will come down to the wire, as I feel like Denver will still pull away close, as De I feel like Denver will win this game 28-24. And the next game we got is the Chicago Bears versus the Las Vegas Raiders. And for the Bears, they pretty much settled on quarterback Justin Fields to start from here on out. As this game is pretty much, even though they faced each other in the past, a homecoming for linebacker Khalil Mack. As Mack was drafted by the Raiders back in 2014. And for the Bears, Mack is listed as questionable due to pretty much these personal reasons. 
And the Bears defense is going to be without top defensive tackle Akeem Hicks as he is suffering a, from a groin injury. And running back David Montgomery had a knee sprain the last game and will pretty much be sidelined for the next four or five weeks. And as for the Raiders, they will be without both their top corners as Tavon Mullen and Damon Arnett will be out for the game. And this game is pretty much going to be a dogfight between the top defenses of these two. As the Bears are a solid defense, and so far this season, the Raiders have come up as a underrated front seven. But I feel like the Raiders still have an advantage in this game since they're playing in Las Vegas and probably have the talent compared to the Bears. As this game, I feel like the Raiders will win this game 29-20. to And the next game that we have is the Cleveland Browns versus the Los Angeles Chargers. And in this game, the Browns will be without one of their top offensive linemen, as last year's 10th overall pick, Jarek Wills Jr., will be out. And not many injuries going on with the Los Angeles Chargers, as cornerback Chris Harris is returning. And for this game, Baker Mayfield hasn't been himself throughout the whole season so far, which I'm not saying he's been terrible, but he's been like below average at times and the only thing that's pretty much saving the Browns and the pretty much one of the reasons why they're three and one right now is that underrated front seven of theirs led by Miles Garrett and the running game led by Nick Chubb and the Chargers on the other hand that offense has pretty much been unstoppable led by Justin Herbert Herbert has proved that last season was not a fluke and the sophomore slump is not going to get him. But he will pretty much have a tough time against this Browns defense. And this game will probably be a nail-butter as Los Angeles will probably come out on top in the end as I have them winning 31-28. And the next game that we got is the game between the New York Giants versus the Dallas Cowboys. And these two pretty much hate each other. And this game will be a Penn State reunion between Giants running back Saquon Barkley and Cowboys rookie linebacker Micah Parsons. As for the G-men, they will still be out without top wide receivers Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton as both of them are suffering hamstring injuries. And now you can add safety Jabril Peppers to that out injury report as he also is suffering from a hamstring injury. And last year's fourth overall pick, Andrew Thomas, is listed as questionable with a foot injury as well. And as for the Cowboys wide receiver Amari Cooper and he's running back Ezekiel Elliott are both listed as questionable but are expected to play as Cooper was suffering a hamstring injury and Elliott with a knee injury. And this game was pretty much a year removed since Dak Prescott suffered that gruesome ankle injury that sidelined him for the rest of the season. And what Dak Prescott has on his mind is revenge that I feel like. And I feel like Prescott is going to get that revenge as I feel like the Cowboys will win this game 38-10. to and we got another rivalry game as the next game that we got is a game between the San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. And boy, does this injury bug get longer and longer for San Fran 
as they will be without Jimmy Garoppolo as as Trey Lance will make his first start in the NFL. And tight end George Kittle is listed is pretty much on the IR injury reserve as he is suffering from a calf injury. And as for the Cardinals, not many key injuries for them. And the Cardinals have pretty much been the biggest surprise so far this season, and Kyler Murray especially. I mean, at the beginning of the season, everybody had Arizona listed as last in the NFC West, but they have been nothing but outstanding. But for some reason, a lot of people think that the 49ers will probably come out with the victory, which it's 50-50 at this point because... We saw a little bit of what Trey Lance could do in that last game as he did replace Garoppolo and almost brought the 49ers to a victory last week against Seattle. So this game will probably be a close one as I feel like that Arizona has the more better edge in this game than the 49ers and I feel like this game will pretty much go to the Arizona Cardinals as I feel like this game will be a final score of 33-30 to Arizona. And the next game that we got is the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. A rematch from last year's AFC Championship game and pretty much a true test for both teams. And I feel like for this game, it's pretty much a must win for Kansas City to prove. As for the Chiefs, it is pretty much questionable whether defensive end Chris Jones will be playing, but some people are saying that he will not play, but I don't know for sure. And pretty much the Chiefs have to pick that offense back into that other gear, play like it's 2018. Like, the Chiefs have pretty much been inconsistent all season so far. And I don't know what is going on with Kansas City right now. You lost a very close game against Baltimore. And then the next week lost a close game to your rivals in the Los Angeles Chargers. And people had already been making memes that the Chiefs are last in the AFC West. And yeah, it is kind of weird when Kansas City's in last. And, Oakland, and the Raiders and the Broncos or have a better record than them. And as for the Bills, they only had that one loss against the Steelers back in week one, but the Bills have been nothing but on fire ever since. So this will be a true test for both Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, as this game will probably be a high-scoring game and will come down to the wire, as I feel like this game, the Bills, I hate to say it, the Bills, will probably win this game in a close one as I feel like the Bills will win 48-45. to And the last game that we got is a Monday night game between the Baltimore Ravens and the Indianapolis Colts. As for the Ravens, tackle Ronnie Stanley is still out with an ankle injury. And another key offensive lineman for the Ravens is listed as questionable tackle Alejandro Villanueva. And the Ravens are probably could be out with out two safeties as Deshaun Sean Elliott and Geno Stone were had limited participation in practice this week. As for the Colts, they they pretty much have a plethora of injuries right now, 
as rookie defensive end Quiddy Pay is out with a hamstring injury, and tackle Braden Smith is out with a foot and thumb injury. On the bright side for Indy, they will have a returning offensive lineman in all-pro guard Quentin Nelson. As for this game, I feel like Baltimore has the edge, and I feel like Baltimore will win this game 28-25. And that will wrap up this episode of the Stumpy Show. Best of luck to all those teams out there in Week 5. And as always, I'm Kyle Stump, your host. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.